Hello and welcome to the first episode of Questioning the Answer. It's a, it's a bit of a tricky outlook that we are trying to get here. Uh, just to give a bit of explanation about how I came up with the name. Uh, I have been a writer. Uh, my name is Bunty. And uh, because of my profession, which is advertising, I have had to dig a lot of superficial knowledge to make my way through interesting meetings and come across as knowledgeable. And in the search of uh, looking impressive, there's been a lot of studying, a lot of uh, books, a lot of articles, a lot of everything one can land uh, one's hands on. And over a period, I realized that most of the time it was good uh, to see one through the meetings as well as come across as very knowledgeable compared to other friends and people. Uh, and yet, when I met somebody of substance, be it any age, I always realized that my view was very skewed by my limited understanding of the subject. Um, so one is very clever, one studies a lot more and then comes across looking even more uh, confident about what one knows. But all of this is supervision. No matter what you do, till you experience the knowledge, uh, it's always uh, it's always hearsay. So I realize uh, our academic system has always uh, pushed us towards finding the right answers, and we've really been very happy once we've cracked it in the exam or the test or stuff like that. And uh, the point is that the answer itself did not hold us good in life sometimes. Well, how about questioning the answer that we had, the knowledge that we base ourselves on? Uh, it is a joy to uh, be talking to your generation because you are at the cusp of having finished or about to finish your academic uh, careers. And you are looking either at going for uh, mastering one kind of subject or else working and figuring out your life. Uh, this was the objective of starting the values workshop, talking to people who are about to be, uh, be holding the world for us in the future. And uh, what we've given them so far in terms of knowledge is very, very in one direction. It's about success, it's about economics, it's about um, to loosely use the term capitalism of sorts, but it's been very skewed way of the world where only the haves or as if the have-nots have been covered, they are colored in one way or the other. We've rarely allowed them to have a differing point of view. It's already passed in one particular way. So the idea of having uh, Anant and Ushua on the show is to get their perspective about how they look at this thing. So I would want to start with Ushua. Would you want to tell us something about yourself? Or what are you studying or what do you plan sure. to do? Uh, hi, my name is Ushua. Um, I just finished my degree, BSc, in Economics, Math and Stats. I'm not sure what I'm going to study after this for my master's, though I know I want to because my goal is to get a PhD. Uh, <laughs> it's a long way away, 
but that seems to be the path i'm on because the one thing that i've learned from our education system is that i'm a problem solver i don't like doing anything that doesn't require me to think of a solution and that's primarily why i was good at maths oh. and nothing else but yeah okay. that's it that's for me anand uh, would you want to tell us something about your background academics yeah i have just completed my masters in international relations from uh, the london school of economics uh, my background relates to having completed my bachelor's in history looking forward i am i don't consider myself an academic so i don't think i'll be pursuing a phd but i'll be looking for more uh, of a career path from now okay So your studies are over. Are you looking at something in terms of studying further or what? Uh, I may opt to do a second masters, but much later. Right now, I'm job hunting. Okay, so that's a good start. Job hunting, and uh, you're looking at a career in academics for now. Excuse me. So, the topic I have chosen today is uh, with relevance to what I said uh, a few minutes back. is has the world failed failed its youth and this is in in the scenario of the covid situation where suddenly uh, people of my age who spent um, a decade or more at work uh, they are uh, in either medium or senior management positions and uh, they were ruling the world if i were to call it that in terms of how the business runs uh every generation hands down what they have done for the world in various ways individually to families or in their immediate local societies or their country and uh, the people of uh, high intellect and high moral worth have left uh, stuff for the entire world to take stuff from so at the juncture where you are uh i will quote a friend's daughter who had just told me when i was planning to start this series of podcast uh she was about to finish her masters in communic uh, her bachelor's in communication she said i was looking forward to um, work and now before i have put in my first cv anywhere and i have only one exam to go we have the lockdown in india so i don't even know what to look forward to and the sense of responsibility i felt towards it as an individual that we uh, we had our run and now when it's time to pass the baton we haven't served you well so one is this topic relevant to you do you think like this or was it was it one off that my friend's daughter was feeling do you want to go first to sure i don't mind um so i agree with what this friend's daughter of yours said i definitely do sometimes wake up and think damn it i missed my chance if i was born a little earlier i could have started making my mark but that doesn't mean that i'm completely hopeless about the future even though it is going to be a post covid era i am very hopeful and i think that's just the way i am as a person i'm very hopeful of whatever to come and however it's going to affect us 
and at the end of the day there is still a lot left for humanity to conquer so it just seems like a good place to start whatever age you are wherever you are and whatever you're doing regardless of your situation okay anand do you think she is being uh, simply optimistic about the fact or she hasn't understood the implications or is it that you agree with her um i think there is definitely good reason to be optimistic and one way of looking at the situation during this pandemic is even in an era of uh, where jobs can't be performed on site and when there's an economic downturn we should also acknowledge the fact that the pandemic in this era has allowed us to pursue other more productive avenues by si- just by sitting at home you can apply for jobs that are purely work from home at this point including jobs that involve data entry you can take several online courses as well it probably is a historic and opportune moment for you to prove your mantle in terms of how well you can mold the situation to your productive nature so i do agree with her that there is great reason to be optimistic and that it is up to each person uh, to make the best of the situation okay so that's a nice point does it boil down to our uh, individual natures ushwa what if you were pessimistic by nature or if you were not good at your studies or if you had a job that couldn't be performed online uh, well uh, i would i would tell you up front that i am not good at my studies that is definitely a big factor <laughs> but that's that's not the point the point is regardless of what you are doing right now the world itself is at a tipping point and at this tipping point there is two ways to go either you forget everybody that you don't believe is essential and you move ahead by yourself which is a lot more selfish on way too many levels or you choose to recognize the important work that each person does in the intricate system that has created our world today and me sitting at home from the comforts of sitting on my couch if i'm able to talk to you that's not just because one person sitting somewhere wrote a bunch of source code to make this app happen that was the combination of many many different types of apps and also a lot of you know combined ideas that came together it's a platform that was built on years and years of human experience and that's true even on a day to day basis that happens we don't just learn from our textbooks we don't just learn from sitting at home and looking at a screen we learn from everything around us and they don't even have to be the biggest most important things i'm not saying i could have learned trigonometry or something from <laughs> sitting at home staring at a screen yeah but i definitely didn't learn did learn quite a bit about who i am as a person and that's just as important and that's the whole point the point is to be optimistic because of you not forgetting who you are and where you are in this world and that's true for everybody so you wherever you are sitting will have that same inclusive inclusive experience where you realize i am alone and at the same point i can't do enough with my life regardless of how old you are but that's the situation and that situation itself calls for that feeling itself and that's where you 
kind of break down and see yourself you learn from it and i don't know i guess i've just seen so many people go through the same experience use the same words to describe the lockdown on either side of the spectrum extremely positive or extremely negative so in some ways i'm collecting data in my head to realize that yes we're all in the same human experience it's just different minds so yeah so uh, there are two questions uh, rather a two pronged question that is coming in my head anand if you want to take this forward what she said um i think it was interesting that she kept talking about herself till she suddenly diverged and landed up talking about the data uh, which is something uh, that i find very intriguing in today's times uh, we are all together in our aloneness as a philosophical line goes um is is what she uh, is the point that she is making that you as a person have a choice to influence to start with your own life but if you contribute to a certain mindset not only will you be able to contribute to your own self but make a since she gave the example of an app make something which is more Uh, of global repercussions also possible uh, if you stick to finding your uh, strength within this challenging time is is the does the buck stop with us to start with okay um so to backtrack a bit and to address what i spoke of earlier in terms of whether it is your personality as an optimist or a pessimist that is influential uh i think an important facet that overrides this personality trait is what you see what is the circumstances you find yourself in uh since this is since there is emphasis on values in this conversation of us it would be unethical of me to ignore the fact that it is a luxury for us to debate optimism and pessimism here when for the more when for majority of the people in this world having a laptop being of being able to afford a laptop and having a wifi connection to make the best of your time during this pandemic that's still a luxury so as much as the buck stops with you it is dependent on you to acknowledge your privilege at a certain point but it's not so easy for majority of the people living in this world so i think that's my take on this whether we consider ourselves either positively approaching or negatively approaching the situation okay so uh, if uh, usha i were to persist on this point that is made uh, would you still hold on to the fact that irrespective of everything you are privileged enough to have the laptop and the wifi connection make the most of it instead of sitting and um if for example we we continue what he said we we acknowledge our privilege to start with. we we also Uh, we also worry. Uh, there are times I'm sure all of us have tried to do a bit for the causes that are possible through again through the same internet and the same Wi-Fi. Since we personally can't go and uh, do any kind of noble deed physically, thanks to the lockdown. Uh, so, would you still persist on uh, what you said that we need to make the best of the situation that we find ourselves in? or else would you change your mind considering the the aspect that he's got in 
well, I recognize how privileged I am. And I think more than anything else on a day-to-day -day basis, I have to check that privilege, not just with my peers when I'm talking to them, but with anybody. And I know this may come as a shock or it might not seem like something that a lot of people say, but I'm more privileged than most others, even in my own socioeconomic strata. And that's because I come from parents who are very free thinking. That itself gives me so much more leeway than most other people do. And so I recognize that while I'm sitting over here being extremely positive and extremely optimistic about my future, that is, a, that is something that I can do because I have support around me to tell me to do so. But that's not necessarily something that only comes from that space. It comes from the space where if I look at the negatives, I'm not doing justice to any of it. My privilege no longer matters in a situation where privilege itself guarantees me only certain comforts, such as a laptop or a bed or a home. Now, these are comforts that not everybody can enjoy. But if those are your basic necessities in a lockdown, and if you start looking at them going, I'm lucky and other people don't have it, and so I should feel bad, I'm not making the most of my life because that is not the most that I can do right now. I'm playing a longer game. I'm playing a longer minefield of chess. Today, I'm more privileged, but tomorrow, maybe not. And if I can do something to change that right now, tomorrow, or over the span of a few days, the span of a few years, that is what's going to be of true value. And that isn't something that's going to stop during a lockdown. Because our issues with the world, our problems, they don't just stop. They sometimes get overamplified by things like the lockdown. And when that happens, people do rise up to the occasion. But... More, more importantly, there is not a systemic change or a systemic improvement that happens overnight, regardless. So in the next 10 years, what can I do with my life to make sure that this privilege that I have is not just mine? That is my perspective to this optimism. So today, yes, I feel burdened by how much comfort I have around me. But that is not got to waste. That's why I'm optimistic. Okay. I will, instead of going to Anant, I'll stick to what you just said. I want to probe a little more. Uh, is it good things to say on camera or do you really feel the, uh, the fight inside? Because it's a very vulnerable place to be in. I want to give it a context uh, so that even when Anant kicks it forward, he also knows what I'm talking about. Um, We've also lost a lot of things with our privilege, our freedom to move around, uh, a lot of uh, political hassles happening, uh, law and order problems and various kind of issues happening all over the world, not only in India. Uh, we've always been, uh, there is a word called scaremongering that is happening all along, which is eating into our minds. Uh, you cannot go for a walk without thinking what is happening uh, or if you touched a place or you shook hands. I'll give you a funny example. Me and this friend uh, used to have a lot of chai uh, whenever we met. So we met after a long time. I actually made chai from my place and went downstairs and we were both having chai. And we cracked a joke and we were just about to high-five each other. 
and halfway during the high five we realized we cannot and we just turned and it was such a i don't know it just it's such a simple privilege it's not even a privilege you you just everyday life and it's taken away from you so yeah to come back to the question is it easy for you to say this because you are saying this on camera and it's easy to talk or have you had uh, conflicts within where you questioned yourself how do you how do you bring out the best in the situation because the situation doesn't seem to go away as far as i am concerned i don't see any end to it as of even right now so how do you and if you did what was it that gave you this optimistic point of view well it's very simple i started out the lockdown feeling just like everybody else like all my plans got ruined and those were plans that i felt were privileged even before they got ruined because if other people around me said i'm going to take a year off travel the world work and figure out what i'm going to do for my masters their parents would probably look at them and go don't do that it's not sensible you need to work harder and study harder my parents said okay that simple okay itself was so much privilege and from that perspective itself if i looked at everything i said there's no point in me being sad there's no point because come hell high water roof burns down whatever happens tomorrow i'll pick up the pieces and i will start again whatever it is that i'm doing because the long term goal for me with whatever i've studied so far has also been to make an economic change to make a social change that has been a signifying unifying theme with all that i've studied at least in the past 5 years and in those 5 years i've learned that this is what i want to do so regardless of where i am what i'm doing if this is my goal today i'll push it a little bit something i may do just tutor a neighborhood child because that's the most i can do right now but i am playing the long term goal i am playing long term chess where i am eventually going to be the king or queen making those decisions and that is a personal dream and a personal goal that i wish to achieve and so if i have to do that i can't sit around on my butt and feel sad for myself or cry or feel despair or waste time on these emotions okay. so um, it's very much like you know okay. there is dhanda to be done i have to do it regardless of what i'm thinking okay anand uh, this the way she spoke gave me a question uh, irrespective of the situation that we are in uh, i remember uh, i i practiced vipassana meditation and there there was a question put up to the main the principal teacher what about world peace so he says to have a forest of green trees each tree has to be green and healthy so uh, putting the context the way she spoke about her dream would you think that is a good answer to have that uh, while one keeps one's perspective um, a little more 360 degree 
uh, knowing what others are going through, trying to do little things. She did mention in the end one little thing. Maybe I can teach a kid or. Uh, we've been doing some food donation and some animal care donation, whatever we can sitting at our homes. Uh, not not that it makes us happy. Uh, there's so much more there can be done and the stories are far more bigger. But within this context, uh, I would side with her only on this one little point. This entire values workshop started because it was a lockdown. I could do it far more easily. I intended to do workshops on ground and that would have taken a lot more preparation, lot more people uh, to organize. So I, I would want to see it from that perspective. How would you see it? Does the individual matter? Uh, when we said the buck stops with you, is that a way of internalizing a external situation and then slowly walking towards a middle ground of sorts? Mm. I think you're absolutely right that it will be necessary to approach a middle ground of sorts because at the end of the day, your actions are all that you can be accountable for. Whether or not you want to create a grand change uh, in the society that you see, whether now or later, not specific to this uh, pandemic, but uh, things may not ideally work out your way all the time. You may give it your 100%, you may take all possible precautions, but there still may be a chance for things to go haywire. So the middle ground is probably finding your own mental peace where you convince, you reassure yourself that you've done everything in your power, but you also don't resign yourself to the fact that even if I give it my best, things may go wrong. You need to give it your best for the sake of giving it your best. Probably that's the best way to put it, irrespective of the results. Because, and as as you said, uh, with the example of world peace, every tree needs to be green, for in order metaphorically, in order for that objective to be achieved. So even one rotten apple uh, may threaten to spoil the whole basket. So it is. I'd see your individuality as giving you that sort of agency where. Um, even if there are rotten apples existing alongside, it is within your control whether or not you want to be rotten as rotten as them. Okay. I think that's the beauty that comes with uh, individual agency. Okay. 